Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. Have you ever said, or let me say it this way, I've known people to sit in church and say, I just don't understand that. I just... I, I just don't get it. I just don't just don't get it. I just don't get the Bible. I just don't understand the Bible. Well, here's one reason why. Is it because you don't want to be changed? You don't want to be converted, right? And that conversion, that change will lead to repentance, leading to uh, repentance, of course, is to be changed. And that will lead to uh, forgiveness. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome once again to another Bible study adventure time right here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. I'm surely excited that you decided to join me once again. It's a brand new season of Bible studies. Yay! And you joined us. You're here. And I'm excited that you're here. Praise Jesus. We're going to have a great time. Uh, in this season of Bible studies, we're going to talk about, drum roll please. Yeah. We're going to talk about the parables of Jesus. And believe me, uh, it's a lot of them. So we're going to have a great time. Uh, this is going to go on, I'm sure, for a few months. But, you know, we're not rushing it. We're going to have a great time, and I'm thankful that you're here. We're in our uh, new digs here. So I hope that uh, you will enjoy our Bible study time together. All right, let's go ahead and get right into it. Well, uh, there are approximately 30 parables of the Lord uh, in, in the Gospels in the synoptic gospels, uh, that is. And, but some say they're 24 and some say they're even more. So we're just going to go through. And the debate on all of these is maybe this thing that says the parable, maybe it's not a parable. Maybe, maybe it's a true story. Maybe it actually happened, you know. So we're just going to go line by line and all of it is the word of God and we're going to enjoy it together. Praise Jesus. Now, a parable uh, is said that it is an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. There's truth involved in every parable. There's teaching involved in every parable of the Lord Jesus. And it's, it's just awesome. It's just awesome. So we can say it this way as well. Uh, it is also a divine word picture. Every parable is a word picture. It's a, it's a story uh, that helps us to understand spiritual truths and it also teaches us how to live and function in this life and also in the world that is to come. Now, this is so awesome. I could jump and scream and I might do that before the night is out. Yay! <laughs> oh, we're here again in Bible studies. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm going to calm down. And thank you so much uh, for being with me once again. Now, we're going to start here in the book of Mark. Oh boy, this is the parable of parables in my opinion here. So we're gonna start here with the parable of the seed and the sower, or the sower and the seed. This is gonna be a great thing. So really the whole uh, chapter, Mark the fourth chapter, has multiple parables in it and, and we're gonna to get to all of them. And it's just the beginning. So 
Yay, this is wonderful. All right, so, all right, let's go. So I'm going to go ahead and read uh, Mark, the fourth chapter, and then we'll talk a little bit about it along the way for the time that we have, and then we'll go further. Okay, let's do it. So Mark, the fourth chapter, and verse number one, it says this, and he began, uh, start again, and he began again to teach by the seaside, and there was gathered unto him a great multitude, so that he entered into a ship and sat in the sea. And the whole multitude was by the sea on the land. Verse 2, and he taught them many things by parables and said unto them in his doctrine. Now, doctrine means teaching, right? And he said unto them in his teaching or his doctrine, hearken, behold, there went out a sower to sow. Now, this is something that, that they were all familiar with. Remember that this was a chiefly an agricultural society. So everybody understood about a sower going to sow. Now, today's terms, we would say, here's someone that's, that has some seed and they're going out to plant seed. Now, to sow means to, uh, literally means to scatter. So here's someone, Jesus is saying, they're going out, they're going to scatter seed. They're going to scatter seed. Now, it's interesting to note, and I'm going to get into this. It's interesting to note that there are four conditions, and, and we're going to really get into this. There are four uh, conditions where the seed is going to fall. And let, I'll tell you what, let me just read them. How about that? I'm just so excited. Let's just go ahead and read them. Let's just read them. All right, look, uh, verse number three again, it says, hearken, uh, behold, there went out a sower to sow. And it came to pass as he sowed, some fell, some fell by the wayside and the fowls of the air came and devoured it up. And some fell on stony ground where it had not much earth. And immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched. And because it had no root, it withered away. And some fell among thorns and the thorns grew up and choked it and it yielded no fruit. Doesn't that sound violent? It choked it. Uh, just finish reading it, would you? I'm trying. All right, let's go read. Let's go on. All right, here we go. Uh, verse number eight, it says, And other fell on good ground and did yield fruit that sprang up and increased and brought forth some 30 and some 60 and some an hundred. And he said unto them, Hear, rather he that hath ears to hear, let him hear. And then shortly he's going to go on and talk about the meaning of the parable. But look at this for a second. And this really occurred to me. And I'm thankful for the Lord. Um, here's someone that is going forth and they're going to plant seed or they're going to scatter the seed. Now, this is probably some type of grain, right? Some type of grain. And, and it's going to grow up, you know, wheat so they can make bread and things of that nature. But just look at this for a minute. So here's a farmer. I'm not sure. Have you ever planted seed before? Uh, maybe in a garden or maybe planted grass. I've tried to do that a time or two. It didn't really take in my yard. But, you know, there are other things that have to be done. But I digress. So I, I've seen people that wanted to plant crops, um, that wanted to plant, um, uh, you know, 
tomatoes or what have you, they're out there. And first thing they're going to do is cultivate the ground, right? They're going to remove the weeds, the thorns. They're going to remove the rocks and so forth and so on, so that the seed has a chance to land on good, fertile earth, right? So here's this person here. And we know we'll see further on down that Jesus is the sower of the seed and the seed is the word of God. We're going to look at that. But we see that he, instead of cultivating the ground, he just he puts the seed where he scatters the seed where it lies. It, he just scatters it. And we're going to see that this is talking about different conditions of people's hearts. And some will, will some will receive the seed of the word uh, this message of the kingdom and some will flatly reject it. So I love this. The Lord does not pre-qualify the ground. He does not pre-qualify people's hearts. Yeah, I like you. So I'm going to make sure I'm going to make sure you get some seed. I don't like you. I'm going to make sure you don't get some seed. No, he's not like man. He's going to give everybody an opportunity, even those that will reject it. You know, those that are on the wayside, even those that are going to reject it flat out, he still gives them a seed. He still gives them an opportunity. Going back to our farming example, we would want to remove rocks. You know, we want to remove weeds so that the seed can have the best uh, possible uh, chance. But guess what? When we're doing that, if we say, well, I like you, sir, I like you, ma'am, but I don't like you. I don't like you. I'm not going to give you the time of day. I won't. I, I, I don't. I know you're not going to receive me. You're going to reject me. So I'm not even going to go over there and talk to you. Mm-mm. That's not the heart of God. He talks to everybody. He gives everyone a chance. He gives everyone seed. I love that. Isn't that awesome? I love that. The Lord, I'm glad that he did not pre-qualify you or you and me and say, well, you're not good enough, so I'm not going to give you my father's word. I'm not going to give you the seed of the kingdom because of the way you've been acting before in your past. No, he doesn't do that. He gives everybody a chance. So this person is broadcasting the seed. They are scattering the seed. The Lord Jesus is scattering his seed and looking to see who will receive it and how they will receive it. Now, the disciples have a question about this. They say, let's look on. Let's look on because this this is so wonderful. Let's go on. Uh, I hope you're praying for me. This is this is so wonderful here. All right. Let's look at verse number 10. Verse 10 says, and when he was alone, they that were about him with the twelve asked of him the parable. Lord, tell us about this parable. What does it mean? Verse 11, and he said unto them, unto you, it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. Right. That's the that's the seed that goes out. The mystery of the kingdom of God. And Matthew actually tells us that, too. But we'll get to that. that this is the word of the kingdom. But the Lord said it's, it's to you. It's to you, the disciple. It's to you to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. But listen, it says, but unto them that are without, all these things are done in parables. Why? That seems like a dividing line, right? Those that are disciples of Christ and those that aren't. Those that are with Christ and those that, are, those that aren't. 
Why is there such a line? Why is there such a line? Why does it have to be that way? A line between believers and unbelievers. Let's look at it because the Lord tells us about this here. All right. Let's look further on down here. Uh, all right. And it says in verse number 12, that seeing they may see and not perceive and hearing they may hear and not understand. Oh, wait, wait now, Lord. You're saying they will see and not perceive that they will hear and not understand. That doesn't make sense. Don't you want your word to be seen and understood by everybody? Listen, here's that line. Least at any time they should be converted and their sin should be forgiven them. What is he saying here? He's saying, I'm broadcasting the seed. It's for you to know and for you to understand because you will receive the seed of the word. You will receive the seed of the kingdom and be changed. They don't want to be converted. They don't want to be changed. They want to stay where, right where they are. You got it? So because they don't want to be converted, because they like their life the way it is, they don't want their life to change. But for some reason, they're they're hanging around Jesus, maybe because they're expecting more fishes and loaves, maybe because um, they're sick in body and they want to be healed. Guess what? Jesus does not prequalify you for his miracle. He does it. He comes. Whoever comes to him and asks, they will receive. They'll receive If They come and ask in faith. They will receive their miracle. Now, here's a. Here's a, a, another great example of this, because up until this point, no one was born of God. Uh, they weren't born again. Some believed in Jesus and some did not. Uh, all of those that ate of the fishes and loaves, all of them didn't believe in Jesus. Some were just hanging around. And we saw that further on in because Jesus said after the whole time of feeding with fishes and loaves, uh, they sought him again. And Jesus said, hey, you don't seek me because of the miracles or because you want to hear what I have to say. You're seeking me because you want another fish sandwich. <laughs> the fishes and loaves. Get it? Fish and loaves, fish sandwich. Yeah. Uh, you're seeking me because you want another fish sandwich. So they weren't believing in him, but they still ate. And there are many people, again, through scripture that didn't believe in Jesus but they still receive their miracle. And so here we have here in this parable of the sower, because these, uh, the stony ground person and the uh, person that is uh, sown on or by the wayside and stony ground and among thorns, good ground, all these are different types of people, how they will receive the word or the message of the kingdom. And Jesus broadcasts this message to everybody. Some will receive it and be converted and be changed, gloriously changed and be forgiven. Others will also hear that same word and flatly reject it. Why? Because they don't want to change. They don't want to be converted. I'm sure they want to be forgiven, but without a change, there is no forgiveness. You know, without being converted, without receiving the master, there's no forgiveness because Jesus is that way to receive eternal life and redemption and forgiveness through his shed blood upon the cross. We are saved, delivered and set free. Amen. So the disciples say, Lord, why? I mean, tell us the, the reason that you're doing this or, or tell us the meaning of it. And he said, hey, it's for you to know. 
because you guys want to be changed. And because you want the change, because you want to be continually converted, you want to be continually changed. I'll make sure that you understand. Glory to God. Oh, we could, I mean, we could just shout right there, really. Have you ever said, or let me say it this way, I've known people to sit in church and say, I just don't understand that. I just, I, I just don't get it. I just don't, just don't get it. I just don't get the Bible. I just don't understand the Bible. Well, here's one reason why. Is it because you don't want to be changed? You don't want to be converted, right? And that conversion, that change will lead to repentance, leading to uh, repentance, of course, is to be changed. And that will lead to uh, forgiveness. So if you don't understand the word of God, check up on that. Check up on that. Are you willing to be changed? Amen. All right. We got a few more minutes to go. And this is exciting. All right. So uh, verse number 12, once again, it says that seeing they may see and not perceive and hearing they may hear and not understand, least at any time they should be converted and their sin should be uh, forgiven them. Verse 13. And he said unto them, know ye not this parable? Don't you understand this, boys? He said, and how then shall, or rather, how then will ye know all parables? In other words, here's the key. You understand this parable, you'll understand the rest of them. Here's the key to understanding all parables. I love this. And this is why I wanted to start this series with this one. This is, this is awesome. Look at verse number 14. It says, the sower soweth the word. The sower soweth the word. Now, I want to hop over to Matthew uh, hop over to Matthew uh, 13, Matthew 13 and verse 19, because this is the same account here, the same parable. But Matthew adds another phrase that Mark does not. Look at this. Matthew 13, verse 19 uh, says, when anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understand it not, then cometh the wicked one and catches away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which received seed by the wayside. So this is in the Lord's explanation there in the book of Matthew. But I want you to see that this thing that the Lord is broadcasting, this seed that he's broadcasting is the message of the kingdom, understanding the kingdom of God, understanding the father's rule, reign, his authority, understanding how he operates. Now, as we go back to this, this is thrilling. Now, let's go back over to uh, Mark. Go back over to Mark. And again, we're going to Mark 4, Mark 4, verse 14. And it says, the sower soweth the word. Look at 15. And these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately, immediately, and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. All right. So the enemy came immediately and snatched it away because they really didn't want to hear it. Have you ever been around somebody and you were talking to them and you know they were there, but you know their, their heart was closed to what you're saying? You were talking, trying to tell them. They were like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You know your words are not going in. You know it's not. They're just, mm-hmm, yeah. Or you're talking to somebody and, and you're trying to get a point across and 
you're not, you know, they're not hearing you. What they're doing, they're thinking about the next thing that they can say back to you. Or maybe you've been in that shape before. You heard them talking, but you really mentally cut them off because you're thinking about how you can come back at them with, with words. That's the same thing here. The Lord is sowing a word. And there's so much already going on in this person's heart, this person's life. They just flatly reject it. No, I don't want to hear that. I just want the benefit. Just go ahead and be quiet. Just be quiet. Just be quiet. I don't really want to hear anything you got to say. Just get to the next part. Ha- ever had a conversation like that before? Just get to the next part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just get to the next part. Yeah, that's what the Lord is saying here. Here's this first person. So when the seed goes forth and the seed is valuable, immediately the, the enemy, Satan, comes and snatches that word away. So they have no clue what was said. That eternal word of the kingdom was snatched out of that person's life. Now, remember, remember when a word comes is coming to change you. It's coming to release you from the bondages that you were in. It's coming to promote growth. There's something that you need that the father releases. He releases it with a word. Or we can say he releases it in seed form. He releases your need in seed form, in a word. And when that word gets in you, when you receive that word in the good ground of your heart, it will grow and it will produce. And sooner or later, you will see that thing come to pass in your life. Now, our time is gone. So we're going to pick up here on next time. We're going to pick up right here. But let me close with this thought. We talked about someone that didn't want to hear your words, but have you ever wondered? I've heard people say to me over the years, well, how do you receive God's word? How can I receive a word of God that it may bear bear fruit in my life and I may see results in my life? Well, how do I receive a word? I just don't understand how to receive it. Well, we actually do. You actually receive words quite often. Sometimes words we receive are negative words. You ever get a a bad doctor's report or someone that has told you something negative and you heard it and then you began to think on it and think on it. You meditate on that word. You, you may have replayed that conversation over and over again. I can't believe she said that to me. I cannot believe he said that to me. Me? Really? Who does she think I am? Who does he think? You know, we play it over and over and over. What's happening to that word that they that they've spoken is going down into your heart. And what's happening to the word? Is it making changes in you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now you're getting angry. You're getting frustrated. And now your life begins to turn a different way from that person. Now you're developing different attitudes and different thoughts. And again, your life is beginning to turn in another direction. You received that word. I knew a man as well who, um, talking about a negative report, uh, he went to the doctor and he was fine. And the doctor gave him a negative, negative report and he received it. He received it. And a few days later, he was dead. Now, he was just fine before he went, but he received that negative report, hook, line and sinker, and it changed his entire life. Now, understand something. Jesus sows a word that will benefit you, that will bless you. But also Satan sows a word. He's a master at sowing lying words. He just wants you to believe what he's saying. Take it into the uh, to the soil of your heart and produce it. 
He'll produce chaos, fear, dread, uh, loneliness. He'll produce all these poverty, all of these things. The enemy wants access to your heart so that he may sow his, sow his uh, awful seed, his perverted seed, so that it will produce something negative. He wants to, if he wants to break up a relationship, he just whispers something. Look what she did. Look how he's looking. What's happening? He's sowing a perverted seed. And what happens? The relationship, if you take it in, if you meditate on that thing, it's going to break up the relationship. But by the same token, if you receive the seed of the kingdom, the word of God into your heart, meditate on it. Say it to yourself over and over again. Think about that word. Think about that word. It will also create changes in your life. It will produce fruit that will bless you and those that are around you. Well, uh, that's all the time we have tonight. Oh, goodness. I can't wait to get back to you with you on the next time. We're going to pick up right back here and mark the fourth chapter. Now, don't forget, you can join me on our website at kingdomrock.org. There you can find this video and so much more. Check us out also on the Roku channel, Roku TV. We got our own. So check it out. Check us out. Find us also on podcast. We're, we're there and yeah, we're going to have just a great time. I'll be back with you next week. So check us out. Okay. Until then, remember Jesus loves you. And so do we choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. I will see you on the next time. All right. Bye-bye. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.